welcome to Streaming Unicorn Podcast, where queer folks bring you queer commentary and reviews of the latest movies available from online streaming services. I'm your host today, Irene, and as always, I'm here with your co-hosts, Brooke and Alan. This week, we'll be talking about and reviewing the movie I picked, Bright, available on Netflix. So there's a lot of opinion about Bright out there that's uh, before we even got to it. I, I was really excited about it as it started, you know. Oh uh, no, it caught my eye on the Netflix, you know, flipping through it, and I was like, "Oh, ooh, it's got orcs and fairies and elves." Oh my! And Will Smith. I know. I was super excited. It's the kind of movie that I would normally like, but then all my friends started seeing it, and Facebook started saying sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I was like, "Oh." I know. I had high hopes for this movie. I really did because too. I love Will Smith so much. Bad boys. I had a I had a sexual awakening. And I'd say before we get into it, oh, wait, what? <laughs> I know you just you gotta skip over that. <laughs> you had a what now? Bad boys. I was like twelve, and my aunt took me to see it, and I had a sexual awakening with I Will was, Smith. Yes, you did not. His ears are so cute. Oh my god. <laughs> She's a bat lover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Will Smith is so cute. Okay. So what were we saying? His ears to me look like those little green alien things that come out from like Toy Story. From, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The claw approaches. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Don't, what, ta- don't talk about my man like that. Don't talk about her sexual awakening. My, I mean, my first one was, say her vagina was like the one fox in Robin Hood. And then, <laughs> and then like wow. a whole human. It was no, I agree. I did have I did have a thing for the fox. From I think everybody had a you know a, an interest in Robin Hood. I think I think so too. We we might not have known what that was called, but because he stole from the rich and gave it to the poor. No, <laughs> it was his it was his tail, <laughs> his beautiful bushy tail. That's what it was. That's what it was. He didn't shave to the poor, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> he might have. Let me yeah. shave my foxy chest for you, baby. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no. Um, okay, no. so back to the movie. Yeah, why don't you give us the deets? I know you so, love. That's. I feel like that's your favorite part is giving the deets. Is giving the deets? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just when you do something real good. It's deetastic. <laughs> deterific. Deterific. Um. So the director, David Ayer. He recently did Suicide Squad. Yeah, so he's Ooh. worked with Will Smith recently. Yeah. Which was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't fully agree with that, but yeah. <gasps> oh, I liked it, Suicide Squad. It was pretty good. It was it was okay as far as DC movies go. Oh, uh, well. Mm. Well, it, it is no Marvel movie for sure. Um, but the movie is starring Will Smith, Joel Edgerton, and Numi Repace. And it was released December 22nd, 2017. And anything you guys want to add? Yeah, to I, it? I mean, I'll, I'll point out too, it was uh, written by Max Landis, who also wrote American Ultra, which I think is a very similar movie as, as far as the writing goes. It's uh, really heavy handed with metaphors and <laughs> a great concept that doesn't completely take off. Mm. Okay. Also, this was uh, Netflix's first attempt at making a major budget movie. It was uh, 90, 90 million, million they put dollars. Into that. Yeah. Mm. Which isn't a whole lot considering how many effects are in this, but it isn't nothing either. So they, they've the, really made an investment. I did think the effects were well done in the movie. Yeah, the effects were my favorite thing. Probably. I didn't make fun of it in any way. So. Yeah, which is which it, is, is good. hard and rare. Yeah, uh, I think the script cost. I, I read that it cost uh, three and a half million for the script. So I think that was a little much. I also saw that there's going to be a sequel. Yes. Yeah, they signed up for a sequel before this one was even released. I wonder if they're actually mm. going to follow through now based on I hope they the do. response. But one thing I'm seeing is that critics, when I look at online review sites, critics uh, didn't particularly care for it. But despite my friends list, most users really liked it. Okay. So, I don't know. I, I liked it. I still liked it. I mean, it had its flaws for sure. But Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, and we'll get into why, but it was also really flat, and there are things that really made me unhappy about it as well. So I, I, it's kind of give or take for me. Okay. Um, well, thank you for your feedbacks. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and give the description now. 
do it. Oh, we hadn't done the full deets yet. No, no wonder. You right. you felt a little off, Irene. And I was like, I don't know why. Is she because okay? I Is she have, coming down with a cold I now? Have a, no, I have a job to do. It was just lack of deets. Yeah. You I were kind of, you were acting kind of lackadaisical. Is that a word? Oh my God, it is now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, in an alternate present day, humans, orcs, and elves, and fairies have been coexisting since the beginning of time. Two police may start it over. In an alternate present day, humans, orcs, elves, and fairies have been coexisting since the beginning of time. Two police officers, one a human, the other an orc, embark on a routine night patrol that will alter the future of their world as they know it. Battling both their own personal differences as well as an onslaught of enemies. 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 Are they like seeing enemies? We both pounced on that. We were like, oh, here's our chance. No, I mean to say onslaught of enemies. Oh, good job. They must work together to protect a young female elf and a thought to be forgotten relic, which is a wand. In the wrong hands, it could destroy everything. Not everything. Everything. Gosh, I cannot talk today. All the things. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. <laughs> you gotta poop and then go beep boop, beep boop. <laughs> One thing that annoyed me right off the bat was when the production slate came up. It was called Trigger Warning Entertainment, and I'm really annoyed by the way that word's been used lately. Like trigger, being triggered, and trigger warnings are big deals. Uh, it's it's important. Uh, I know we've put some on this show. If if it's on a blog, if it's somewhere like that, uh, there's a purpose for that. I mean, can you? Like, quickly tell us what that is, since you're a social worker. Since I'm a whole social worker over here. Anyways, a trigger warning lets a person know that um, what they're about to read or see um, will have some um, troubling content to them. And it's used so that um, if you've experienced something traumatic in your life, that you don't relive that because of... Um, what you're about to see. Or right. Hear. So it's not just like you got upset or you got annoyed or you didn't like the content. It, it literally is trying to help people who've been through traumatic experiences keep from re- feeling like they're reliving it because they unexpectedly encounter that, that topic again. Absolutely. Right. So it's it's actually a really important thing that we do to, for our fellow man and not this nonsense that people have been making it out to be, especially making your whole production company trigger warning entertainment. That's a, it's, I'm just annoyed by that. So right off the bat, this movie was like at a deficit for me. I was like, oh, you're really going to have to bring it real, Will Smith. <laughs> Y'all, she just had her hands on her hips. So it I is did. serious. And I took the pin out of my neck. I'm so, what? I, that is like my favorite new saying now. I heard Anna actually use that term Anna's recently. my girlfriend. And Brooke was like. Anna's always telling head. me. Because I'll get into it and I'll get emotional. I'll start moving my head. And she's like, put the pin back in your neck. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So um, when this movie started off, uh, just beyond the tri- tri- the entertainment slate, uh, the opening titles was filled with graffiti all around the city trying to set up the world a little bit. And I really, I, I thought it was neat. I thought it was cool looking. I thought it was also an uh, indication that this metaphor was going to be extremely heavy handed throughout the whole thing. This orc uh, stand in for uh, like the lowest... Uh, race as far as like racism and things like this. Uh, so that was going to be heavy handed throughout the thing, which was pretty obvious in the trailer too. But that's one of the things that annoyed me about this, this movie is, is how they handled that. I mean, it was a lot of direct correlation with society as it is. And, right. And who, who yeah. are we going to pick in this movie to fit into this category for sure? Yeah. And, and when I was watching it, um, I had feelings about it, but when it was over, that's one of the first things I talked to uh, with my girlfriend. She's a person of color. And I said, you know, I have feelings about this, but that's from a, through a white lens, a white person's lens. And I wanted to, I wanted to know kind of what her thoughts of, of it were. One thing in particular that bothered me is why is Will Smith, his uh, driving buddy, also one of the biggest perpetrators of racism against him? Uh, why did they make a black man have to do that? And she said that for her... And of course, speaking for just for her, that uh, she kind of saw it as they were, tr- they were trying to make a point that the orcs, like black Peter, people are treated so badly in our society, and the orcs are below that. So they are at the very bottom of, of how people are treated. And uh, I'm glad I asked, because that's not something that really had occurred to me. And the white people in this were 
extra racist against the orcs, like extra. Almost everywhere he went inside the, mm-hmm. especially like I don't think there is a LAPD cop in this movie that's not a complete piece of shit, except for that one cop that he right. knew. Like there's one person in this entire forest who's decent. Let's call them. I, I think he right. was a sheriff. Like he wasn't he was. even on yeah. the same squad. Right. So yeah. So it, it, they did a they did, certainly did a job of saying you know. Uh, there's a problem with racism among white people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I thought that was an interesting perspective on why Will Smith was his, his, partner, his partner and, and going, going through those same things. Also important is this isn't our world that where orcs and elves entered it. This is a world that's set up from the start of ha- as having all these other races. And so in the conceit of the movie, uh, it's not just a sudden new thing. It's not that, uh, black people experienced a certain type of racism. Uh, uh, various minorities experienced uh, racism, and they were the only ones. These other races had been here from the start, and so this developed in that way. So it was a normal part of their world. So mm-hmm. I think that was a part that, um, if you can accept that conceit about the movie, it frames it a little different. But the filmmakers really screwed up completely by not setting us up with that. Right. Like, because you don't know right. if they entered now or exactly. what happened. Exactly. And, and watching the movie, I felt like this is recent. Like, uh, orcs have arrived recently. And I probably felt that way because it felt a lot to me like, um, what was that movie back in the back in the day? Alien, Alien Nation. Nation. Yeah, it felt a lot like that where they arrived on, on their... Uh, Aliens arrived and one joined the police force. And it was the first one, and all the, it's pretty much the same movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When when I'm thinking about it though, I'm, why are humans like not at the very bottom? All of these magical creatures right. are so much more powerful. Are so much more powerful. That's like, a good point. I I was having a hard time with that because like these orcs could definitely be above the humans. I think I think it's because they are minority though. I think that there aren't a whole lot of orcs in the movie, but there are a lot of, a whole lot of humans. I, oh. And again, they didn't explain that. Didn't it, yeah. But I feel like there's much fewer elves and orcs than there are any any uh, any kind of humans and so maybe that's the edge humans had, but I agree with you completely. The orcs could throw you across the state. <laughs> right. right. So why, why aren't have they uprising? right up in there? Yeah. Good question. Okay. So what did you guys think about the opening? Uh, this all originated from the opening titles. So what did you guys think about the opening titles or about the metaphor for race that they had? I mean, it was very in your face for sure. I yeah, mean, it was, it was heavy handed. Uh, immediately. I was even sitting there and just guiltily starting to like, um, uh, what's the term? Stereotype. I was immediately like, okay, so orcs are like maybe this class and the high elves are like, you know, the supremists and stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. immediately I was like doing that in my head, whether that's a horrible thing or not. I mean, it, I think they set well, it up that way. Yeah, though. they totally set it up. They wanted you to do they, that. Yeah, they so. wanted you to know like where people, races, different races stood. And I mean, immediately the whole thing, you have an interracial couple even that seems normal. Yeah. I mean, it didn't seem strange. In the world of the movie, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's a fairy outside. Oh, God, the fairies. And yeah. why are they going to make Will Smith say fairy lives don't matter today? Like, that <laughs> was a... Oh, I hate the term slap in the face, but that felt like a slap in the face. Yeah, definitely yeah. inappropriate. But, but Right, you can say all kinds of things about how you don't like fairies or fairies deserve to die or whatever without relating it to... Directly to... Such an important, like, social movement. Right, and... About real people in our real world. It's not mm-hmm. even part of... That's not our world. I mean... Their world is not our world. Right. So, um, yeah. It's unnecessary. And and then they put it in Will Smith's mouth, I think, made it even more offensive. (laughs) Yeah. Which I found in this movie it funny that he just cussed so much. It's like he's making up for all the years that that he he didn't didn't swear. Right? I was like, oh my God, they put him in an R-rated movie. That's new. It's like, my kids are old enough now. Fuck, shit, fuck, shit. (laughs) Every other scene, he was saying something like that. And it's like, holy crap. (laughs) I think John and I actually, when we were watching it together, started counting the number of times he was swearing. And we got. It's kind of like the first time I saw a comedy special by that guy that did. uh, Full House, the oh, dad. Bob Saget. Bob Saget, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he starts cussing, and it's like, what? It's very shocking. Like, yes. Oh. Disturbing. 
I mean, if I had heard it from anybody else, it probably wouldn't have bothered me any. It it's funny. Just like, okay, My parents whatever. say the same thing about Robin Williams because they they had watched him on Mork and Mindy for a long time, and on his first special, he was talking about doing cocaine, and they were like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that everyone's going to be real quiet when I said that. So, yeah, I can see how that just stood out. Um, what did you guys think about the fairy? I thought he was annoying and gross. I know. It wasn't like the traditional what I picture a fairy to be. No. So, it was real weird. It's a pest, I guess. Yeah, yeah it's totally a pest. Yeah, they're talking about how they get in the trash. Almost and all like that. a squirrel. Like a squirrel, yeah. No, Only it's a little human. He, I know. With wings. He comes out and he's smashing it with that broom, and I'm. My girlfriend even said, that's a little too humanoid for me to feel comfortable about you killing it with a broom. With a broom. Right. Yes. I, that's, I had that same exact thought. Yeah. Its face, it had no eyes and it was nothing but teeth. Its face <laughs> was terrifying, but the rest of it felt a little too human. I was like, ugh. I said, Maybe he's just ugly. But no, he was, he was going to be dead. Yeah. And every other magical creature, though, is like a thinking, you know. Yeah. Has... I don't the know, elves sentient, and the orcs, yeah, yeah, they're sentient, they're human. Well, they're uh, what we would consider human-like. Right. I'm just go bashing an orc with a broom. And it's funny, though, because when they were in the house, it made it seem, when he was talking with his wife, like, they're going to do some hoodoo on me if I go out and try and chase it away or something. So I thought there was going to be something more explained about that, and it wasn't. Huh. The hoodoo just, that you do? Remember, he's like trying to not go out and kill it because it's going to come back and throw poop in his face and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It talked about how it pooped in his hand and threw it, it in his open. eye, or not his eye, but his friend's eye, and it got all big and infected and gross. Yeah. So you're not Ew. sure is that a real thing that they actually do? Is he making that story up? Never really fully. That explained. was the ultimate pink eye you can get. Oh, God. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> that it is was. ultimate fairy poop pink eye. Fairy poop <laughs> pink eye. I wonder if that's what happened. Fairy you poop gotta puppy. Get in there and clean it out. So as they're driving around, obviously his uh, orc partner shows up at his house and he is not happy about having him there. He's not happy about being his buddy. Well, I like the way when he walked in the house, the orc guy walked, what's his name, Jacoby, walked Mm -hmm. into the house. Their little girl walks out and just like, hey, you know, like. Acting normal. Right. Like like kids should. Like you would see in, you know, our society, a kid doing that for somebody's partner if they're in the police force. Right. Like their family. Uh-huh. And you did not get that vibe from Will Smith immediately. No. Yeah, the vibe I got was that he hated him. Well, well and Will and Smith he, talks and he about did. Yeah, how the dude got him shot. Yep. The thing about that was the daughter picked up on him and him doing that. And she even asked him about it. And then he said that stuff about all races are different. That doesn't make anyone smarter or dumber, etc. Which would be a good lesson. Uh, but... He he clearly doesn't believe that. Yeah. He then immediately gets in the car and is shit talking him. <laughs> right. Right. But I mean, he's got biases because of his experience. Um, he, I guess, he, it's his first day back on the job um, from having to take a leave of absence because his partner essentially got him shot. Um, Which was funny. The order in which they revealed all of that, like they just kind of had this brief flashback of him doing something and getting shot by an orc. Right, right. That could. I think they should explain that a little bit better. Agreed. Um, Because that was a little hard to follow for our listening audience. What happened was Will Smith was out in the car. His orc partner Jacoby went in to get some food from a place. Somehow, I'm not even sure how an orc ended up shooting a dude shooting Will Smith with a shotgun, took off, Jacoby chased him, went down into this blind alley, and the orc got away. So Will Smith is mad, one, because his partner was inside doing something and he ended up getting shot, and two, because he didn't catch him. So he's got a reason to be mad at him. But again, this movie fails in that it doesn't explain that, and so you just think Will Smith's an asshole. And I think partly he is also an asshole, but he's got some reason to be mad. So then they have this awkward ride... In their cop car, where, you know, you get a little bit of a, an exposition about how he's always wanted to be an orc, or he'd always wanted to be a police officer since he was a kid. I hope yeah. he'd want to always be an orc since he was one. <laughs> since he was one, yeah. But um, and you also in got- him doing that, he's dead to his people. So he, he wanted to explain how important it is that he is doing that. 
well, and no, it's his life now. No, he came. Well, he from, wasn't rejected from being a police officer, was he? No, he was his his whole no, family hit from being orc. No, his, his dad was not a, an orc, a blooded orc. Oh, so he was so, born that way. Oh, I missed. There's that. this is some more things they didn't explain. A blooded orc is somebody who's performed an extreme act of bravery. And he's never right. done that, and that's why they file his tooth, his teeth down. They don't stick up like the other orcs, and that's why he's not blooded because he hasn't done this big moment to prove himself. Right? No, but he came from a family like that, so the whole family hasn't done that. Yeah, his dad wasn't blooded, so oh, he was okay. born not blooded. Gotcha. See, I mean, we're we're having to explain this movie to each other yeah. instead of the movie explaining it to us. <laughs> that's a problem. Right? Yeah, I agree. I also think a problem, one of the things we're doing as they're riding around in their car is we're getting a, a, an idea about this world. They're talking about the elves and how they're aristocrats and rich. Like, that's never been done in a movie before. Mm-hmm. And then the orcs. And the strange thing is, except for Jacoby, every orc and Latino I see in this movie is a gangbanger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. <laughs> and their leader is in a wheelchair. The leader of the, uh, the Latino gang? Yeah. Yeah. Which I... I was like, why is he so intimidating? And something, Irene, that you pointed out to me earlier that I didn't pick up on, and I I feel like I should have, was that there's also no black female representation. There were no black women in this movie. Nope. Like, um, Will Smith is, I mean, there's not, we don't see a lot of of humans, I guess. Um, There's a pretty limited cast of the humans. Um, But um, Will Smith is married to a white lady. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, what you said, Margaret Cho was. Yeah, Margaret um, Cho was the supervisor for. And she was evil. Yeah, and she was evil. Yeah, for a movie that's supposed to be about racism and race relations with such a heavy-handed metaphor, there just weren't any good examples other than Will Smith of people that are non-white. Right. Everybody else was kind of a like background, a stereotype, or an evil character. Which is funny because in one of those like previews for the show. Like, Will Smith's talking about, oh, how there's such diversity. And I'm like, yeah, but they, like, stereotype it to hell. Right, exactly. I'm like, why is that something to be it's super not, proud it's of? It's not a positive depiction of diversity. That was really the racial stuff is my main concern with this with movie. With the movie, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and it's also unnecessary. Because if that's the message you're going to tell, then tell that message. They didn't do that very well. Um, and it also, I don't feel like, was that important to the story they wanted to tell. You, right. you could have done the same thing just yeah. by saying no orc has ever been a police officer and they, they think that's bad that they're working he's working so closely with humans. And you could avoid the whole race discussion because that wasn't pulled off very well. And you've got the same damn movie. I think you should should have been at um, the uh, the table read, the discussion. They should pay me three and a half million dollars to write their <laughs> script. <laughs> I think I know why they tried to paint that out, which will become a little more obvious when you get to the end of it, I guess. But okay. So Alan's got a, a secret later. a secret thought. We'll we'll catch that up Jot later. Jot that down. Don't forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. Uh when uh Will Smith gets to the police station, he's in the locker room and the racist talk doesn't end. There's right. they're there talking about how could you be with that guy and he's like, "Well, they they forced me to be here. It's not my choice." And they're like, "Well, how can we get rid of him?" And so they're trying to talk Will Smith into planting evidence or doing something crooked to get rid of him. So just more evidence that everybody on the LAPD in this movie is completely crooked and awful. Right. Um, but he also tried not to um, have him as his partner um, and was talking to the supervisor. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Well, nobody else wants to ride with you." I know. So, I thought that was powerful. I mean, I mean, he can't win. Yeah, he's just for screwed. nothing. Nobody wants him either. Like, yeah, what did he do? Is it because he got shot or... Right, which is another thing this movie doesn't explain. What did he do to not make anybody want to ride with him? Right. Is it his attitude? I don't know. Everybody else's attitude is horrible racist, so... Right. I I don't understand it. Or maybe it's just because he had been with a partner that was an orc girl this time. Maybe. I was thinking that too. Yeah. Yeah. And then, next scene. In case we didn't get it enough, (laughs) here's some cops beating on some orcs. And um, there's a white guy there with a weapon, and nobody's bothering him, but the orcs are getting the crap beat out of him. Right. Uh, that was really upsetting for me. <sighs> yeah. I, me too. I was like, I don't, I was like, why am I watching this for so long? Um, can, can we move it along really quickly? Because right. I was really uncomfortable it's with over that. and over and over and over and over. Mm-hmm. They're hitting it, you on the head with it. And they are. Again, people that are living it, they get hit on the head with it in reality all the time. So, you know, I don't want to take away from that, but... 
they're trying for the movie they were trying to make a point and they weren't making a point they were just showing these things over and over and over and i don't think they ever really even paid for that or changed for that there's nothing that changed other than they were like trying to really paint it in that okay you've joined the police force are you one of us are you going to back me up if it's a bunch of your folks being beat on which is a situation people find themselves in in real police forces right if you're a person of color that join a police force and obviously hashtag not all whatever whatever but um if you're a person of color in a police force the chances are pretty good you're going to see some racism happen and you have to make a decision whether you're with the cops or with the people that are being with the cops that are doing the abuse or the people that are that are going against it yeah it's so definitely one of those traumatic choices and and trust issues probably existent prevalently existing between police officers right. that rambled out crazy <laughs> right but i could watch a whole another movie and it'd be portrayed a whole lot better and have a message right than, you know right. than this movie right so we get through all that. The, for some reason, this this white guy is ranting in the road, and then they're like, "Put your stuff down." He won't do it. So then Will Smith says it, and he he's like, "Fine." He just puts his stuff down. It was not an altercation. It wasn't. It was weird. Uh-huh. They put him in the car, and he starts speaking Orcish. Right. This dude had a whole broadsword. Like yeah. I don't know if I could lift that sword up that he was wielding about. One of my kids, Julian, he was calling it Excalibur. He said that was one of the <laughs> things he liked most about the movie is that Excalibur was in it. Yeah, it was very ornate <laughs> for sure. It had its own uh, character. And it was really rusty though. Like maybe it yeah. has been in the lake. Maybe it has. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny though too because I kept thinking, okay, so is this guy a barbarian? Do barbarians exist in this right. world? Or is he just a dirty man? He's he just a dirty man. He's a dirty man. He looked, he looked kind of like um, those um, people that stand on the corner of the roads, like talking about the end of the world. Oh my doom God. yeller? I, yes. Yeah, the doom, yeah, doom yeller. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, they have kind of a look about them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and come so. to find out, though, he's part of this secret organization called the Shield of Light. The Shield of Light. That the movie, again, doesn't do any damn thing with. No. I could have done a whole That's lot like better That's like a whole society of people that are working for, I don't know, whatever the, it is they're working for. But we don't know because they mention this and then completely drop it as a plot point. Right. Um, do they mention it later when they talk about the Dark Lord being defeated? Like they were part of that? Well, they mention it, but like you're fully right. set up to expect to meet like right. the Shield of Light. The group. Shield of Light right. is going to come in with their laser weapons or something and, and you nothing happens. never really do. No, that's true. So that's another whole layer of trust issue is he's speaking this orcish. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you can tell that he understands what he's saying. And Will Smith, I think, kind of picks up on it. Yeah, the orc understands, yeah. Right. Will Smith kind of picks up on it. And he asks him and he says, oh, he's just talking gibberish. He's not making any sense. So clearly he doesn't trust Will Smith. Right. So it goes both ways. It does. Right. And the guy is saying basically that there's a prophecy and Mm -hmm. that orc is part of the prophecy and Will Smith is part of the prophecy. Yeah. They said that Will Smith was blessed, which immediately I'm like, okay, hang on to that because that's going to be important. Right. He's blessed. Does that mean he's bright? Which in the world of this movie, bright means you can touch a magic wand without exploding. Well, but more specifically... Only specific people are expected to be able to handle it, which they said were like the the elves. Like the elves were like... Yeah, usually right. they said it's very, very rarely a human and mostly it's an elf. Right. Right. But yeah, every now and then you get this rare creature who's a bright. So I thought, okay, he's blessed. Is he bright? We don't know. But I did immediately think that. Yep. So, yep. So he might as well just said he's a bright. Like, that's mm-hmm. what we all thought. <laughs> <laughs> So then back to the internal affairs, they're, they're giving him a creepy offer to try to fire Will Smith if he doesn't illegally frame the orc so they can get rid of him. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Like, so they were just throwing it like they're really trying to seal this deal with him. So they're throwing in his face the fact that he can't pay his bills. Right. Like, you don't want your little girl and your wife to like be homeless, do you? And you know what's yeah, crazy awful. about this movie? The orc is the only one in the entire movie I even like. Right. Mm-hmm. He's, he's really lovable. He's a decent person. Yeah, he's a decent person. He's he's lovable. He's interested in talking about feelings. He's apologetic. He's like uh, awkward at times in kind of this uh, kind of adorable way. He's not at all like any of the other orc in the movie because those are all stereotypical gangbanger. Like they took 
they took an 80s movie, found a gangbanger in it, and said, everybody act this way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but, but um, the orc guy is his partner. What's his name? Jacoby. He's great. He's literally the only person in this movie I Jacoby. like. Jacoby. Jacoby? Jacob? Jacob? Huh? Jacoby. 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 Yes. <laughs> Jacoby. It's some of that Jacoby beef. That's what he gives his wife at night. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's certified. It's rare. Stop. If that was my name and I was him, that's what I'd say. You ready for that Jacoby beef? That's not what you would have said because you just said, I'm going to jack a bee. Right. <laughs> <laughs> jack a bee. With my tiny you little want, hands. You want some. Be yourself. <laughs> you be like that bee? You aggressive. like that bee? Bumble for me. Whoa, whoa. Oh, give me that honey. There goes Babylon Brook again. <laughs> 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 so what happens next um well he agrees <laughs> he he did agree to do it mm-hmm. he did agree. reluctantly because he was forced into it with his yeah. shit um next do they run into the crime scene yeah yeah so some stuff goes down in the warehouse there's this woman she's melted into the wall i know That's they're true. finding all these like uh, fire husks of people. It and was I was beautiful. Like, it, it was beautiful. I love those was, effects. Yeah. I was like, oh, I want one in my house, which is morbid and gross, a, but they're so pretty. A fire people? I want a dead fire person like from Pompeii in my house. <laughs> oh my God. That's what it looked like. Oh, I wanted the, the elf in the wall with the... Oh my God. That was yeah. also amazing. Like, beautiful rib thing. They said, I, like, I think we have a magic user here. And they showed that and I was like, is that the magic user? Did the magic user do that? What's happening to them? I couldn't even tell. Yeah, they never. It was really... beautiful, but I don't know what the. Like for the longest happened. time, they didn't explain no. it. She's so in the wall. Like, oh. She didn't have any legs. Like <laughs> right. What she happened? She was turned into half Tron. Yeah. Half Tron. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so it comes down to it, though, that they find a wand, which is a a really rare thing. Netflix recently released uh, like a short documentary style video that sets up this world, which it's only like three minutes. They should have put it in the film. Yeah, I highly recommend you watch it. We found it on YouTube, made by Netflix, but it it's not very long and it really sets up everything for the movie. For yeah, you. and we'll link it on the site as bonus content. Good idea. But uh, there's very few wands, and this little documentary thing said that if you get three of them together, that can bring back the dark one, which makes sense as to why these bad guys, the Illuminati or whatever they're called, were trying to uh, get this wand and keep it. It made more sense. So, again, something they should have explained in the film and didn't. But here's this wand, and wands can apparently grant wishes, and you have all these cops standing around uh, because they, they were called in by Will Smith, and are they doing the right thing? Of course not. They're cops in this movie, so they're all going to try to steal the wand. And mm-hmm. they can only do that if they kill the orc. Because they know that he's too goody-goody, and he would turn them in. They well, only found out about the wand, though, because they found the the little girl. What was her name? Oh, yeah, the little... Um, I forget what her she's name is. She's Oh, Tika. Tika kept, t- no, oh, Chicken yeah, Tika. Because I yeah. kept calling her Chicken Tika Masala. That's right, I did too. <laughs> what? No. She's chicken tikka masala to me. Okay, she's, she's chicken tikka masala. Yeah, to so you. they're like, they're like, hey, what you got in there? What you got? What you got? And all of a sudden, she like shoots this big old energy bolt at a car and blows it up. Because right, because that's the how they're like. And oh. she's holding the wand, so clearly she's she can do bright. that. And despite her ability to hold the wand and shoot energy bolts from it, despite all of the trouble they go through for the rest of this movie, not once do they say, "Hey, give her the wand to help and protect let her us." Use it. Right. Yeah. She's useless the rest of the time, curled up in a ball, crying. I, I also kept calling her Lilu Dallas multipass because <laughs> yes. she was doing Lilu Dallas passes and jumps and mm-hmm. maneuvers. Yes, she was in that style. But oh, you didn't say the movie, so we can ding it. The Fifth Element. Oh, the Fifth ding. Element. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's carrying over from our last episode. Yes. So instead of uh, going along with it. Will Smith goes out there and he like confronts his partner about this orc thing that he let that orc get away. Like this is such a weird time, and he's like, "I've been trying to let you be honest," because I almost feel like he was going to go out there and kill him. 
Well, that's what they wanted him to do. I know that's what they wanted him to do, but I think he actually was going to do that. I think mm. he was too. I think he had the impetus to follow through. Right, because he thought that, that he let the orc get away on purpose. And, and he was going to use that to fuel him to do this. He, this mm-hmm. is why he's so... Yes. This is finally when you realize that's why he's so mad at this orc. Not because he's a racist, horrible person, but because of this. And, well, maybe he's also a racist, horrible person. We don't know. But that's why where the main anger comes from. Well, then Jacoby explains that, no, that's not what happened. Jacoby? Jacoby. Are we going to do this? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jacoby, you so, yeah. silly... So he's running down the alley after what he thought was the bad guy, and it ends up being a kid spraying graffiti on the wall. A right. kid orc. And I think, very good topically, they, he said, that kid didn't have, stand a chance. They wouldn't care if he did it or not. He, was, he wasn't he was in, involved. So he helped that kid get away because he knew the cops would kill that kid for shooting a cop when he never did anything wrong. Right. right. Once Will Smith finds that out, he's like, his little Grinch heart broke the meter. <laughs> it grew 10 times. And one of the coolest things happened that in this entire movie, I thought, was this Will Smith turns around, he's super slow motion, ching, ching, shooting at all the, all the bad cops, including Margaret Cho. Why, she got to be a bad cop. And I thought that was beautiful. It was really cool. It was very well done. It was beautiful art, I tell you. I know. Just exploding hearts and chests and arms. Right. But then at this time... The um the gangs in the in the area are coming to look for this wand and they have to get away. Mm-hmm. And I thought was something that was weird was all the gang members were coming down these steps, you know, down the embankment on the side from the the place where they were all living, and up rolls their leader who's in a wheelchair. And I was mm-hmm. like, "There's no ramp." <laughs> he just rolled on that down place the hill. is not wheelchair accessible, which I have a problem with. And how did he get there? Maybe they carried him. Maybe they got a lift. I doubt it. Maybe the orcs carried them. Or he took the long way down so the road. So someone I didn't thought of before, this is also an ableist movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm just getting more angry at this movie the more I talk about it. <laughs> Maybe it's time for a break. <laughs> Maybe it is. I'm going to take, I'm going to do some Tai Chi as we go to a break. And when we come back, we will be talking about, uh, I know I'll be talking about what I think is one of the big misses in this movie. What about you guys? What do you have next on your agendas? I think I'm going to talk about what I did like about the movie. Yay! Ooh, I think that I will probably inject some of that too. Excellent. There we go. So stick around. Streaming Unicorn Podcast is sponsored by the best sponsor around, you. This podcast is a labor of love for us. And if you like what you hear and want to give something back, all we ask is that you get involved. And you can get involved by sending us your reviews, your suggestions, and your love if you want to comments at streamingunicornpodcast.com. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube by searching for Streaming Unicorn Podcast. There you'll find bonus content, and we also link you to all those things through our website at streamingunicornpodcast.com. Most importantly, join the growing ranks of fans of the show. Simply spread the word about this podcast, share it with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Stitcher, TuneIn, and iTunes, and whatever sources you reach our podcast through. This all helps us bring others into the fold of movie-loving queers, so thank you. All right, we are back, and before you talk about what you liked, I'm going to say what I thought was one of the big misses, and that's that the funny lines didn't hit for me. They were... Will Smith was saying his Will Smithy kind of lines, like yeah. when the dude was talking about his prom, not getting a blowjob at prom, and Will Smith said, "Well, we had a different prom experience," or when the guy's trying to put the bullets into the shotgun or something, and he calls him Butterfingers. Yeah, yeah. So these are Will Smithy kind of things, but they just they didn't hit. They weren't that funny. Yeah, I, I I agree. It's like they wrote some jokes for Will Smith, but they weren't they aren't good enough. No, I, and actually, I was actually thinking I I didn't enjoy Will Smith as much in this movie as I right, normally right. do. Like, I felt he sometimes took away from things. Do you think he has played too many different, or too many of the same characters that this one was different than usual? I don't know. I mean, he definitely was not Will Smith Men in Black. Because you liked that Will Smith. This one, I, I don't know, maybe he was just too grungy. Like too many f words. They had well, they had dirtied his character up a lot so far in this movie, and it was hard to like him. 
even when he was like kind of coming around, it was a little difficult to like him. Yeah, it was it was it was tough for me to like him the whole time. Even through the end, when you're supposed to like him, I was just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> he was kind of like the play the character he played in Legend. No, not no, Legend. I loved Legend. That was a good. Movie. Yeah, Legend. Yeah, I loved Legend, but he wasn't a likable person in that because he was in the apocalypse and everything was horrible in his life, and everybody he loved was dead. So at least he had motivation to act way, that way in this movie. In this movie, he was just a jerk and unlikable. He got shot. He got well, shot. Yeah, he did get shot. But I mean, that, that was a I mean, it's not thing. like all humanity turns into vampires. <laughs> That's true. This oh. did remind me of Lethal Weapon, though, a little bit. Just ding ding for Legend ding, and Lethal ding. Weapon. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> double ding. Um, we double dinged. But it wasn't as good as that movie, for sure. Where did we go from there? I don't even remember. No. Oh, they oh, yeah, they were the in the car, and all of a sudden the wand starts glowing and vibrating. They're like, what's going on? Right. It's like a jackrabbit. And so from here all of a there. sudden that car hit like an invisible barrier, and I thought that was actually really cool. That, that was, was cool. really cool. Which Everybody was jacked up. That is what I like about this movie. The effects. I think the effects were really on point. They were cool. They were good looking. I thought the uh, the physical effects, like the way the orcs looked, was really neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was different. Instead of having that solid color, they, they had these different kind of uh, like Port Weinstein looking marks on them. That were I thought that was really cool. By far, my favorite thing about the movie was the effects. I guess they did do some like dis- explanation of elves and how they had a faction of bad elves renegade elves yeah they called them the inferni oh inferni not illuminati <laughs> correct i thought you were <laughs> i thought you were calling the illuminati the the fbi elves oh, no I, the inferni <laughs> i was like what? i couldn't remember what it was <laughs> i was like i don't know something which i will say the elves like the fbi elves or the the good elves right i couldn't tell if they were good or not until right like, it was hard to tell like until the are end. they are they real uppity yeah, i still don't they... know if the fbi elves were good or not yeah. They definitely seemed in charge because people seemed intimidated around them. Yes. Yeah. Like even the humans. Like they didn't, humans didn't seem, they almost seemed to fear them a little bit. Right. I agree. So. Yeah. That people seemed intimidated by those guys. Well, yeah. They're the top of the food chain. And did you notice that Jacoby called, I had to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> did you notice Jacoby called in and he's like, hey, officers have been shot and killed. And so then. Uh, nobody, no cops showed up forever. The only people that showed up were those creepy Illuminati elves, <laughs> Inferni elves. Uh, the cops didn't even show up. Like, do they not care that there are some cops gunned down in the street? Well, because wh- it was an orc. They showed up much later. Maybe it was because the orc called it in, but still, that's weird. They yeah, showed up, but it like, was much hey, later. Humans have been murdered. You'd think they'd show You'd a little bit. Would? I think it's because um, Will Smith killed half the cast. Right. <laughs> on the on the track, not only did he did the these de- uh, cop deaths. I'm sorry, I've changed to orcish for the rest of this <laughs> podcast. Not only did he call in that the policemen had and women had been shot, but uh, then they they go through several places of business and shooting everybody in it with shotguns, mm-hmm. and, and still there's no cops. This place is lawless as fuck. <laughs> but those Inferni know how to find them and show up everywhere. Right? Yeah, they because do. Because they apparently monitor And they also the kick everybody's towers. ass. I loved watching them kick those everybody's ass. Those were amazing butt. scenes. Those I, were amazing. I, it was like watching The Matrix. And when they went in that strip bar, I don't know if you noticed, in, in a nod to Men in Black, one mm. of the people in there... <laughs> One of the people in there had a nictating membrane, like the yes. extra membrane that goes on your oh, eye. Yeah. I did see Which that. Which was the thing somebody noticed in Men in Black that let them know that there are aliens. Yep. I did notice that. Cause what? I, I said, oh, did you see her what? eyes? That's cool. Much love. But then all of a sudden they show up, and or actually first the uh, the gang shows up. Yep. The Hispanic And it's looking gang. rough for our heroes. Right, they're like and they want behind the, counters. It's because the gang wants the wand, because the main leader wants to be able to walk again and have sex again, which again is ableist. It's it's more nonsense saying that people in wheelchairs can't have sex, which is not true, uh, not always true. So, But it's also showing you how desperate everybody is for a better life than what they have. That's right. true. I mean, every, even also, those dirty cops. I know that these wands can grant wishes, but why does everybody want it? You can't touch it. You can't use it. You can't ah, do but, anything with it. But there's that whole myth of maybe I'm better than what I am, like what I am existing in. You maybe I'm something special. That one guy special. totally grabbed it and uh, blew up half the 
Ew. And they said, where did he go? And and Will Smith was like, I think we're breathing him. (laughs) (laughs) That's so gross. Uh, Also, this movie would have been a lot shorter if they would have just let the bright have the wand and just bust everything down so you can get away. Right. Well, but there's a reason for it that you don't find out until later. Chicken Tika, not bright. I said she is a bright. Oh, okay. I was going to say, there's a reason for it that she wasn't like trying to use the wand very much. Oh, because she was brand new? Well, she was a baby. But remember... Baby bright. Eventually, she does use it. Yeah. Well, yeah. And everybody acts really surprised, which I didn't get. She was holding it and using it when they met her. Why are they surprised now she's using it? Maybe because of the intense power it wielded at that particular point. Because it was bigger than what they had experienced That's at true. that point. Hmm. I think okay. they were just like, holy crap, she can kick some tail. But then she also starts getting that little black rash thing. Yeah, which they never explained. I don't know why she right. got it. Does anybody know why she got that black rash? Other than she, she got, maybe wasn't well-trained enough to handle the power. It's I like mean, magic cancer. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, what did she What did she do that Well, like, after that she couldn't... Jacoby and Will Smith were captured by oh, yeah. the orc uh, gang. And there's all this monologue and all this mess. That <laughs> is explaining all this stuff that you don't need to know for, to watch the movie. <laughs> so they've wasted that time. But they... Um, uh, he's like, my son's going to kill you. And the son goes over there and come to find out, da, 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 major spoiler. The son is the one that Jacoby saved from being incorrectly uh, blamed by the police for shooting Will Smith. And he's like, I can't kill him. And I was like, that's awesome. I actually didn't see that coming. I right. Feel, I feel like maybe a lot of people did, but I oh, didn't I see did. it coming. I, I immediately was like, oh, that's the And I was like, oh, kid. yay, it's going to save them. And then he shoots him. Yeah, I was like, like oh, the dad right. shoots right. Jacoby. Like, you couldn't, Jacoby. You couldn't thank him for that. <laughs> I, I love right. I was like, oh, you can't just respect that and let him live. No, nope. he just shot him through the chest, and you're just like, oh shit, I wasn't expecting him to die. Right, and that's when Chikantika uses the wand. She brings him back to life, <laughs> and she also makes him a little spicier. Oh my goodness, it's delicious. And it's one of those ah moments because right. he comes floating up he comes out of floating this pit up, that he was pushed into, and then she lays him down on a bed of basmati rice. <laughs> He covers him in gravy. It's part of the prophecy. A little it, non. Which, you know. You, I think you're hungry. I am starving. All this talk of chicken tikka has really put it in, put me in the mood for it. Oh my goodness. Feed this girl. Somebody better do something. Feed me. Because I'm hungry. Same old. Just be glad I'm not a cannibal. A gainable. A gainable. A gainable. <laughs> but yeah, so he comes back to life. Oh. And immediately, yeah. all the orcs are like, oh, drop to my knees and worship. And you're like, why? Why? And then they talk about a prophecy a little bit more. Yeah. Because yeah. they never, they kind of mention it, but they don't really talk about it much. I still don't understand the prophecy. Well. There's just not enough explained in this damn movie. And that prophecy goes back to that whole three-minute YouTube video that explains things. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, but that's really the only big explanation you get. So they they end up leaving, and they got to take this girl because she's got magic cancer. They got to take <laughs> her. She's got magic maybe knee she, cancer. She maybe she gave part of her life to to bring him back to life. I don't maybe know. I I would have liked. I mean, all it would take is a sentence to explain something. Mm. She just talks about how she's like she hadn't completed her training. She's. I would assume that there is something when you complete your training that helps prevent that or helps treat it or helps you channel the wand a proper way that you don't get some magic cancer. You, uh, but we don't know. We have to guess. Mm-hmm. And so the only way to help to her go, is to get her to this pool. To get her back to the pool at where all this stuff started. At back enemy headquarters. Where the police have finally showed up <laughs> to uh, take care of the three policemen that were reported dead. So three hours later or whatever, they finally show up and they get in there and, oh, who's there? Inferni. And meanwhile, while Inferni has been destroying whole restaurants and bars full of people this whole time. Anybody that gets in their way. Suddenly, Will Smith and Jacoby are hard to kill. They give them a real run for their money. Even though they've been doing backflips, these Inferni have been doing backflips over people and slicing their throats and stabbing them in the brains. It don't matter, because now you're, they're facing Will Smith and Jacoby. So for some reason, it's harder. They stepped it up. Because they're just awesome, and they're part of the prophecy. I guess so. They were prophesized, prophesized. to not be immune to everything. I was kind of thrilled when that one woman got hung, and I feel a little bad for it, but not <laughs> real bad. Just a little. A little? Slightly bad. <laughs> I didn't. But I did cheer. Yeah, that was... The fight scenes were really cool. The effects were really cool. 
I don't know. I liked it. So how do they save the girl? How do they save Chicken Tika? They drop her down in the water. They have to put her in the water. And I was like, isn't that where the Dark Lord is from? Isn't the, didn't they say that was there so they could oh talk gosh. to the Dark Lord? I think I even remember t- I turning to John and going, is she the Dark One? Or is she going to turn oh into the God. Dark One? That would have been awful. Right. Well, it, That's yeah. kind of my what if. Let's t- Okay, go into greater detail since it's your what if. Because I'm like, oh, they're going to lay her down in that water. And then they're going to pop out and be like, ha ha, we have three wands. And now she's the Dark One. Right. That, maybe that's why the blackness was going around her. That right. might have been better. Like it was the evil within you her. You deserve three and a half million dollars. See? Oh. Mm. That could have made that it even more exciting. Uh. But no, she, ha- she finds out that lead inferny whose wand they have taken shows up pulls her out of the water calls her sister i know it's turned out to be the sister oh i know so you're kind of like oh but in the meantime they've strung up jacoby around his neck with some cord and will He's smith dying. is like half dead mm-hmm. having, just having troubles right put him in the water and what happens he says the only way out of this is to grab that wand so I'll just blow the shit out of everything because I he fully expected to explode. Yeah, which and, makes what he did more heroic. I like that. And then what happened? He's also an idiot because everybody's been talking about this prophecy the whole time. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's a, he's clearly never seen a movie or read a book. But I mean, what happens then? Jacoby somehow manages to get down at the right second, shoot her finger off. <laughs> I thought that was funny. He said, if you were aiming for the wand, that was an amazing shot. But let's aim at her head. <laughs> right. That was a good line. That was a good line. That one hit. That one hit. Exactly. Yeah. But then he grabs the wand, and no, he doesn't blow up. Instead, it glows red and starts dripping like Harry Potter's wand. I know. Uh-huh. Which I love that effect. I do, too. It was so cool. Just the magic dripping off of it. And then blows her away. Not only does it blow her away, but it sets the whole place on fire, which set him up to end up... He, they were like, no, don't go back in there. And he's like, my partner's in there. So he goes in there oh, yeah, Joe, on fire and crap. Out. And he saves Will Smith. I don't know Will Smith's name for this character. <laughs> he's just always Will Smith. Mm-hmm. And he brings him out. And I was like, <gasps> he's going to get blooded. And then he did. I did the same the, thing. The other orcs were there. And they, they did their hand, They whatever. I, I don't know. I guess they posted it to the orc news groups. I don't know how all the other orcs know that. But dude, Jacoby got, Jacoby got blooded. And <laughs> I know I got like emotional for I, a hot second. I got chills. I was like, yes. I had them goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Like he was part of yeah. the prophecy. Yes, he did his big thing. Now he got blooded. Yeah, hot orc blooded. Check it Check and it see. see. <laughs> that building was burning at a hundred and three. He saved his buddy. Now he'll do more than dance. He's oh, orc blooded. He's orc blooded. <laughs> so. Uh, that brings us to the end. Anything else you got to say? Well, they both get awards. They yeah. do. A la the end of Star Wars. <laughs> All that was missing was like Chewbacca going. <laughs> oh, 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 but we forgot to mention in the process of her blo- of Will Smith blowing the sister away, you also no longer see Chicken Tika. I know she disappeared. So you're like, oh shit, he killed her too. Yeah. Right. Everybody did. But then at the awards ceremony, as he's receiving his award, he looks out into the audience and who is who is there? Around. And she's got this like robe and a hood on. Like, come on. You're super pasty ass. We right. know you're here. You're he not hiding you from are. anybody. <laughs> <laughs> you're just he, out there glowing in the sunshine. Right. Right. You catch a glimpse of her glowing bright eyes. Right. Looking like Twilight. And, right. and, he, and he smiles like, oh, Chicken Tika. Mm, delicious. I'm going to have some later. Oh, that didn't come out the way I had intended. That actually sounds really gross. He wants to put his cashews in that chicken tikka. Oh, <laughs> ah, no. Oh, and then you get a crazy look at that crazy fairy at the end, like, oh, hi, this is how ugly I am. It, yeah, it rushes the screen for reasons. <laughs> right. <laughs> totally out of nowhere. So let's, let's get to our ratings of the film. Um, for me... Uh, it was fun, but convoluted and confusing. Uh, I asked my family about it uh, that was there, got to see it with me. Uh, my son Matt said it was just too confusing, and I agreed with him there. My son Julian, he was really bothered by the amount and, and the, the tone of the racism that was in the show. That's, that's all he could talk about. And he was really affected by it. It was hard for him to watch. Um, and he didn't like it. Pumpkin. He is. And he didn't like it for that reason, and I don't blame him. Uh, and he even pointed out, I thought it was really interesting, that uh, the elves were profiting off the work 
off work orcs were doing and he likened it to slavery in that way that you know the the orcs were all of the day laborers and 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 doing the business around around the city meanwhile the orc the elves were all extremely rich so i thought that was really uh interesting for him to point out he's a, he's a smart little 10 year old i i had fun with it i didn't mind watching the whole thing, but there was just, I feel like there was so much more they could have done if they explained more. And one of the main things that I've heard people say is that it would have been better as a TV series than a movie. Netflix should have stuck with TV series that they've already been pretty good at and not made a whole movie out of it because that would have given them time to kind of talk about all these things and introduce the world that they needed to do. I 100% agree with that. Yeah, that would be a cool show. So for me in the end, uh, I'm going to give it a two out of five stars. And for Pride Flags, there wasn't a single gay thing in it that I could find. Uh, I'm giving a zero Are you sure? Pride Flags. Because you usually can find something. I'm pretty confident. I'm pretty con- Margaret Cho. <laughs> Dang, Irene. The <laughs> boys in the trees. That was a gay movie. So, Alan, what do you think? I, here's the thing. I am oftentimes, I'm not super critical of movies, typically. If, I, if, I, if there's an element of enjoyment and I can filter out stuff that's bad, I like a movie. Uh, that's just how I am. I, I don't have that director's mind of, like, everything should be in its place. That said, I I was able to filter out a lot of the bad, but there was a lot of bad. And what I liked are the good things about the movie. Like, I, I liked the action scenes. I liked the whole... If you just look at the diversity and how afraid people were of their positions in society and then to find out there's this underlying current of any one of you could possibly be a bright which you know something positive something like you could be something special and you just don't know unless you take the chance yeah there's kind of that underlying theme i like that yeah i can see that so i kind of cling on to that alan you're a bright i want to be bright i love you so that I mean that's what I tried to take I think that are you saying that because he's always holding his wand (laughs) (laughs) it does glow red (laughs) but um I'm just saying you saw me and you you raised it (laughs) that's what I'm here for yeah it is okay go ahead what were you saying so I just I think that is the message they were trying to send with this movie I just think that message got lost in all of the other things that they kind of screwed up in the movie yeah I think that's a good point so for me personally my enjoyment level I gave it three stars aside from Margaret Cho being in the movie not a whole lot of pride flag so maybe half yeah fair enough Irene this was your pick I know I'm sorry about my pick this time usually (laughs) I do really well uh, I didn't enjoy this one that much. Um, I had expected a lot more from it. I, I'd say it was about a three, three stars. I really love the action scenes. I like Will Smith. Um, the effects were really cool, um, just like Alan was saying. And definitely zero pride flags for me. So I guess that's uh, wrapping up this uh, week's show here. <laughs> that's what we got. <laughs> That's all, That's all, folks. That's all the news fit to report. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for languishing through this episode with no us. No good news is good good news. <laughs> with Gary. Good news. <laughs> that's it for this week's episode. Please review and rate this podcast. And if you like what you're hearing, subscribe. Join us on our next week's episode when we review what happened to Monday. You can watch with us on Netflix. And don't forget, if you want, you can send your reviews to us at comments at streamingunicornpodcast.com and we may just read it on the air. You'll be podcast famous. If you want to see us review a particular movie, you can send your suggestion to that address as well. Streaming Unicorn Podcast is produced in cooperation with Stealth Pickles Productions and is copyright 2017. All rights reserved. Partial logo design provided by Wink Images on freepick.com and theme music created by Brooke. Check out our website, streamingunicornpodcast.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube for bonus content. Until next time, this is Brooke, Irene, and Alan saying, We're We're not in a prophecy. We're in a stolen Toyota Corolla. Welcome to Streaming Unicorn Podcast, where queer folks bring you queer commentary and reviews of the latest <laughs> movies available online. You're doing it right. I'm so sorry. You're just like, queer. Queer. I knew queer. that's what was going to happen. Queer. 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 Queer.
queer. <laughs> Dirk Gently's queerly. You're so queer. Queer. Peter queer. Queer. Peter Quill. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need y'all to get it together. It's okay. Not We're going to start over and this will go queerly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are wrong. Just gonna close my eyes. Okay. And I think partly he is also an asshole, but he's got some reason to be mad. He does have some reason to be mad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) The orc guy is his partner. What's his name? Jacoby. He's great. He's literally the only person in this movie I like. Jacoby. Jacoby, Jacob, Jacob, Jacoby, Jacoby, Jacoby. Yes, (laughs) Jacoby. This podcast is a labor of love for us. (laughs) 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 What? What's wrong with my sentence structuring? Streaming Unicorn Podcast is produced in cooperation with Stealth Pickle Pickle. I usually read that part. Oh, good. Thank God. (laughs) Queer. We're queer here. (laughs) That's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>